baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. What gives you hope for 2024? Whether it's in your personal life, in your professional life, as a citizen of these United States of America, as a citizen of Minnesota, what is it that you look ahead to 2024 and say, you know what? It's going to be a good year because of this. So many times on this show, by the way, Adam Carter here, Jordano off today. Jeez, one day off, yeah. one day in, gets a day off. You know. Can't wait till Monday when we'll all be together again, right? Yeah, right. New Year's yep. Day, right? We'll all be here? Uh, sure. And if I'm not here, just do the show without me. <laughs> um, but we talked so much, including yesterday when I hosted for Chad. I did the tw- finish the sentence, 2024 will be what? And I'll tell you what, not a lot of positive responses. <laughs> Bleep show came up a lot. Chaos came up a lot. So let's park that for a second because I know that angst is out there. I know that people look ahead to next year and say, oh, boy, the election. Will people believe it? Do we have a, is it going to be Trump Biden again? Ugh. What is it? Let's park all that. Let's give some hope today. And this, I know it's a little Pollyanna, but I mean, it's the Friday before New Year's Eve. We celebrate the new year. We hope that the new year brings something better. So what is it for you? Again, whether it's personal, whether it's something in uh, in your personal life, whether it's something you feel in your community or the larger states or in the United States of America, what is it you cling to that gives you hope? 651 Four six one nine two two six. I think if you're a parent, settle down, Joan Doniger. I'm not finished yet. I think if you're a parent, your kids always give you hope, even when they're struggling. And God knows a lot of our kids face those struggles. But we always have hope in our children, thinking that, you know, the next generation, they're smarter than we are. They're uh, they've good, good heads on their shoulders. So personally, of course, I look at my kids and they give me hope. They're both doing really well. Uh, all four of them, in fact, have four kids, two stepkids, two uh, biological children. And that obviously gives me hope uh, for their future. And there, you know, I got two that are going to be seniors in high school next year. So we're going to be starting to look at colleges. That gives me hope. I live vicariously through them saying, boy, they're at a time in their lives that is so exciting. And so that gives me hope. Um, and I look at the, the situation in the country, and I mentioned this yesterday, about how that I think 2024 will be some sort of tipping point. There is just a slight part of me that hopes that something will change, that and I don't want anybody to be injured or suffer any sort of medical situation, 
but that collectively will come to our senses and say, let's, let's figure this out. Let's provide some new options and say, get to a place where we as Americans can still disagree vigorously, still have varying opinions on a number of different topics, but cut out this because you have a different opinion than me. You must be my enemy. There is part of me that says we're at a tipping point where that can no longer uh, exist if we're going to live in a country that we want to live in. So that gives me a little hope. Slight as it may be, I have to be positive about that. I have to look at that. Um, Baseball gives me hope. I'll just put that out there. Baseball gives me hope. The Twins had an exciting season. And later in the show, by the way, we're going to... uh, uh, give us our, we're going to ask for the top sports moments of 2023. Uh, the Twins give me hope. They won. They broke the streak of uh, the losing streak. They won an actual series. And yes, while we lost a couple of uh, some pitchers, I have hope for the Twins. I have hope for our winter sport. Look at the Timberwolves. Best start in franchise history. Wild surging suddenly. That gives me hope. I think collectively, even if you don't like sports, a good sports story kind of brings a community together. That gives me hope. So what is it for you? 651-461-9226. Would love a phone call on this. Uh, An uplifting phone call. An uplifting text. Mr. Trump will be the next president. That's someone, you know what? If that's what gives you hope, that's what gives you hope. I will not judge your hope. DJ. Well, first of all, I was just saying I call her just now. I uh, didn't want to go on air, but okay. said uh, he said it's been a tough week for him, but he made the decision to go back to AA today. Wow. And uh, honored that somebody would be willing to share wow. that with us here on the radio. But that is certainly very hopeful if that's part of your story Bravo. and you've decided to uh, uh, take up something good for yourself. That's amen. Hopeful. Amen to that. And thanks for admitting that. And calling in, because people do struggle with that. Uh, People struggle with, especially this time of year. And to make that decision to get healthy, that gives you hope. That gives me hope that that person called in and said that. DJ, what gives you hope? Well, you stole my thunder a little bit talking about kids, because I think that's what all of us who have... um, Kids put part of our hope in that our our kids will do well personally and in their own lives and in family. But I think that expounds bigger to the issues of our world. And I I know it's a it's a big leap from my five year old who's learning to read and it's so exciting to the big problems of the world. Yeah. But I think there is a correlation there. Absolutely, that the young people of our world, um in many cases, have good hearts and want to do better for this world. Mm -hmm. And in a world that is so divided, um, I hope that my kids and your kids and the next generation can be part of stitching back together some of the um, civility that we've lost in the last handful of years. Yep, That's a great point. So what is it for you? 651-461-9226. What gives you hope on this uh, I guess, final few days of 2023. 2023 was pretty rough for me personally. Lost my dad, lost my uncle. Uh, that coupled, uh, although there were, I had a lot, of, a lot of good things happen, though, in 2023, but no, 
not uh, not not ashamed to be putting away uh, this year. Text just coming six five one four six one nine two two six. My kids and my grandkids give me hope. Looking forward to going south for two months, hoping we have many more days to share together. Another one, Minnesota Twins to win to win the World Series in two thousand twenty four. That gives me hope. Had major health concerns taken care of this year, neck surgery, etc. We'll focus on positives, family, friends, thoroughly enjoying each day. Another text here just says most people are good. Hope that most people are good. I think that's true. I think we get caught up. We we have that debate all the time. Whether the fact, I think most people are good. Yeah, that's great. They get put in certain circumstances, or sometimes when they get with a certain group of people, it can bring out the worst in people. But I think that's true. Another text here. I hope our country starts making decisions for the majority of middle believers. <laughs> A majority of middle, uh, what the middle believes, and not let the fringes on the left and right have so much power and influence. Uh, I'm with you. I am very with you on that. Mark is in uh, Lauderdale. Mark, go ahead. Well, good morning. In 2024, I am finally going to finish my dissertation for a doctorate of education leadership. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. It's been pretty rough, and I don't know if there's such a thing as post-traumatic stress disorder for grad students, but I think I've <laughs> suffered some sort of version of that. <laughs> it's tough. Any kind of big uh, undertaking like that, absolutely. But congratulations, Mark. Um, what? What? So you get that, and then does that? Uh, are you going into school administration then, or what do you do with that? Well, I'm particularly interested in adult continuing education, and particularly those people that are medical professionals like doctors and nurses and physician assistants, and I'm interested in what they choose for their continuing medical education and why they kind of um, forego or don't elect some subject matters like complementary alternative integrative medicine, so I kind of want to figure out why they don't choose those things. And if I do figure that out, I kind of want to help bridge the gap so that they learn some of those non-traditional topics. Excellent. Mark, thank you so much. Happy New Year, sir. All the best to you in 2024. Thank you. Mark in Lauderdale. Don't get a lot of Lauderdale calls. I appreciate that. Where is Lauderdale? Is one of those tiny little suburbs. That... Yeah, he described it as a small community near Falcon Heights. Yes. Yeah, Falcon Heights is another one. Postage. Falcon Heights is yeah. another small one. St. Anthony. Uh, there's a, is it Pine Island? There's like, if you go out, it's in the yeah. East Metro. If I think if you're on 694, I believe, or you just briefly yeah, go through just for a second. or like uh, Sun, Sunfish Lake Sunfish Lake well one? Sunfish Lake yeah that's like one of the richest communities i'm very familiar with isn't Sunfish it tiny lake. though it's small yeah and but a lot of nice really nice big houses in yeah. sunfish lake what's your hope maybe your hope is that you move to sunfish lake in 2024 651-461-9226 more of your calls and texts next update on the show here uh, mayor jacob fry will be joining the show at 1108 a late addition to the show. Happy to have the mayor. He's been making the rounds. Of course, the most pressing issue with the mayor is that thing on his upper lip. Are you going to pretend that you want to hear about like how great a year it's oh, been? Oh no, I'm starting. I'm going to start. Are you going to go strong? No, we're, with going, the we're starting mustache. with the question about okay. the mustache. Okay. Uh, and then we'll talk about uh, what he feel. He said it was a monumental year in Minneapolis in 2023. Want to get to uh, the reasons why he thinks that is? And speaking of hope. What's his hope for the city of Minneapolis in 2024? I think a lot of people want to know that because a lot of people want to see Minneapolis continue to rebound here. 
Uh, but my start of the show question for you, what gives you hope for 2024 when you look around and things seem so dire? And then it seems like the world is on fire often and the violence and wars that are going on in Ukraine, in the Middle East, read a piece uh, in the New York Times about uh, what some of these Hamas militants did to uh, women and young girls. Um, It is a horrifying read, but one that I think I, I needed to read and understand just the atrocities that have been committed there. Um, so it's easy to get caught up in this world and say, boy, things are really not, not good, which is so important then to look at what you have in your personal life and what you share with others that gives you hope. Um, 651-461-9226, what gives you hope? Going to finish writing the novel I've been thinking about for 20 years and working on for one year. How about that? Thinking about that novel for 20 years. I've always wondered. Like, I I think I would enjoy writing. It used to terrify me. And like in college, I hated writing. Then I got a job working in news, and I wrote every day. And I wonder what that process would be like to write a book. And not one of these, like, a personal book, like a biography. Nobody wanted to read that, but, like, a fiction book. Like, where do you start with that? Like, if you have ideas in your head. <coughs> I've always thought about that. Uh, I hope Minnesota gets school choice so students learn critical thinking rather than being indoctrinated leftists. Okay? Again, I won't judge what your hope is. Uh, I hope this is the year I finally break out of the depression slump I've been in for a while. Amen. I hear you. Um, I've been there. Uh, very recently, I've kind of been there, and it's tough working on your mental health and finding the person to talk to or finding little tricks to get you out of it. I totally, totally am with you because even if you look at I've, – I've talked to many people about this. You know, I was like 2020, remember 20? Oh, 2020 is a terrible year, and it was with the pandemic. But it's like when have we had like a really good year? When's the last time we, you know, it's been the end of a year and said, boy, this is a really good year. I mean, certainly personally for many of us. But when you look around and you look at the world as a whole, or the country as a whole, when, like, when was a really good year? Uh, Adam, I lost my mother in March, so I understand what you're feeling, but I'm hopeful because I have a son due in two weeks. Congratulations. Uh, more people working, making more money. Focus on positive. Life is good. Uh, very nice. Uh, Six five one four six one nine two two six. What gives me hope? Uh, Viagra and my 20-year-old side chick. <laughs> Again, I'm not judging. I'm not judging. I'm just reading the text that come in. Six five one four six one nine two 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 six. Um, because I think hope is so important. I feel democracy will survive in the next election. Election. I hope you're right. There's some. That's there's a big question there about what what's going to happen. What are we going to believe? What do we choose? Are we going to believe the results? Are we going to accept the results of whatever that election is? That uh, that's weighing on the minds of many, many, many people. Well, someone's saying here, what gives me hope is that Mayor Fry and Governor Walls are voted out of office so that we can rebuild the city uh, and the state. All right, they're not up for re-election next year, but uh, I see your point. 
Uh, 651-461-9226. I mean, I, I appreciate that point of view. That's all I'm going to say. Um, I talked about sports giving me hope. And I know sports is not for everybody. But sports, it provides for a good distraction usually when everything else uh, in your life or around you seems in turmoil. And we had a couple of those moments this year where I think, no, we didn't win any championships, and we're still waiting. We're still uh, trying to overcome that drought of uh, championships uh, here in the upper Midwest. But I feel like the momentum is going the right way with a lot of local teams. All this week uh, on the Adam and Jordana show, we've been like taking a day saying, what were the best of 2023? We did best uh, concerts of 2023. I see uh, John Bream and Chris Riemenschneider, the Star Tribune, are out with their best concerts uh, today. Uh, Tuesday, we did, uh, what did we do? Best, that was, that was Tuesday. Then Wednesday, what did we do? We vacations. Did best vacations. Yep. That was a good talker. And then yesterday, you and Jordana did best TV yep, moments. Best TV series, yep. Uh, mine, by the way, just for the record. Sure. The uh, Succession, okay. last season of Succession, terrific. Uh-huh. The Bear was terrific, the second season of The Bear. Both of those uh, right there uh, neck and neck for 1 and 1A. One so those were my uh, best television moments. But today, best sports moments of 2023. Best sports moments of 2023. Mm. Think back. From January 1st all the way until now, what are the best? It could be local team sports. could be youth sports. You want to give a shout-out to your uh, youth team? Now's the time. Or could it be a national sports story? 651-461-9226. Let's do the best sports moments of 2023 after traffic and weather on News Talk 830-WCCO. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Stays, and the payoff pitch, a swing and a drive, left field and deep, back it goes, gone, left field, bleachers, home run, Royce Lewis, why not, October time for the kid, and a twin strike first, it's 2-0 at target field. Absolutely, talk about giving you hope, Royce Lewis, and the Minnesota Twins, I, I mentioned that what gives me hope for 2024 and the Minnesota Twins. That was my top sports moment. Without question, full stop, the Twins beating the Blue Jays, first of all, beating them in game one to uh, end the 18-game losing streak in the postseason, and then uh, the next day beating them again to advance, winning a playoff series uh, for the first time since... It was the first playoff series win since... 2005, I want to do, was that? Uh, I think it was 2004. Maybe. Yeah, I think so. They beat the, I mean, they beat the last, they beat the, they they beat beat the A's, A's, but it was the first time they had won a playoff series at home since the since World Series in 1991. Yeah, that's right. And I was at the game. I went by myself, bought a ticket on my own. It wasn't a CCO pass, even though I had one. I bought a ticket. I wanted to sit in the stands and I talked about this on the radio. 
I, again, I lost my dad in March. He was a huge baseball fan, big Twins fan. First year at Target Field, we bought a partial season ticket. We went to several games together. And often during the season, my dad and I would text back and forth about the Twins, usually frustration. But I sat in the and I in Game Seven of nineteen eighty seven when they beat the Cardinals at the Dome. I was with my dad, my mom, and my sister. And when the Twins beat the Blue Jays to advance to be in the uh, Wild Card round, I sat there cheering, and I was overcome with emotion because when you get a stadium full of people cheering like that, and just thinking about my dad, it was it's such an emotional time. And then getting up, leaving the stadium, and people chanting, let's go, Twins, on the way out in, to downtown Minneapolis, which has been beaten up over the last few years. Uh, just to see that, everybody walking out into downtown, people on the street chanting, let's go, Twins. Uh, that was a moment. I will never forget that moment. So that absolutely was the top sports moment for me. They should have won. They should have beat the Astros. That would have been nice, but uh, alas, it was not to be. But that was my top sports moment. DJ, I know you were at that game, too. It's got to be for you, too, right? Yeah, I was at that game, and I yes. I mean, the short answer is yes. The Twins were the A story for me personally, and that's the question. It's, it's you know, everybody can have their own answer. We're not trying to pick the best one for no, the whole state. No, it's whatever it is for you. Um, the Twins were the A sports story for me this year, and... Um, I was at both of those games, game one and two against the Blue Jays, and I certainly loved like getting the monkey off the back of game one. Yeah. Right, ending that streak. But game two, to go ahead and win a series, yeah. it's like, okay, we're not just we're not just not the butt of the joke anymore. We're actually excelling. We're actually mm-hmm. moving on in the playoffs. And what makes it sweeter is I have become a little jaded about sports it's millionaires who aren't from my state that just wear the name of the state on the back of their jersey and sure. i'm a little jaded about that but the times that i appreciate sports the most is when i can remember what it's like to be a kid and to have sort yes. of the faith of a child right. and cheer like it's the biggest thing in your life right now and that game two when the twins again won their first playoff series at home since 1991 I was sitting in the stands with my two kids, all three of us waving Homer hankies as the Twins won that day. And my five-year-old still talks about that day to this moment sure. and remembers the Twins winning and going downtown. Well, and can you imagine I being a young kid? Well, and, yes. and, and you imagine being a young kid not exactly fully understanding why there's all these people cheering so loudly and how cool that would be. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's that's what it's all about. It was it was a fantastic day. Uh, so Texas six five one four six one nine two two six, or give us a call. And this again can be any kind of whatever your number one is. That's for you, including Jason from Oak Grove, who is must be a Chargers fan because this says his favorite sports moment of twenty twenty three: the Chargers firing head coach Brandon Staley. Optimistic for next season, go Chargers! Great show, Adam Jason from Oak Grove. Thank you so much, Jason. Appreciate that. Uh, somebody saying we got to give a big shout out to the 2023 NFL referees. That suggests that maybe some calls. Uh, we can always give a shout out to the referees because the NFL officiating continues to conf- confound us, continues to frustrate us. But again, as I always say, that's part of the. It's part of the plan, 
And plus, in this day and age, when we have high-definition television now, we can see the results instantly in slow-mo and high-definition. We're still basing those decisions on guys who are on the field watching that in real time. And then, of course, they make mistakes sometimes, which is why we have replay now. But still, these judgment calls continues to frustrate fan bases, but that adds to the passion and, uh, and the fandom of the NFL. That is my contention. Here's a good one. Jesse Diggins winning the World Cup uh, cross-country skiing championship. She was the sports person of the year in the Star Tribune, not only for those efforts. And I, if you read that, like the ra- one race she faced, she got her ski pole ripped out and her glove ripped off. And she continued to go. Somebody gave her a pole that wasn't the right size. She had no covering on her hand, and it was like four degrees. She got hit in the face with the pole, and so she had a big bloody lip, and she finished the race. I think she came in second in that race. Just shows her remarkable. But she also very open and honest about her eating disorder. She had She's dealt with an eating disorder in the past, and she was dealing with it again this year. Um, so bravo to Jesse Diggins. Uh, well-deserved winning the uh, sports person of the year for the Star Tribune. Um, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Somebody's biggest sports moment of the year. Yeah, biggest sports moment of the year. Whatever. Hey, I'm not judging. No judgment. Um, I'm not judging those. Uh, Here's another one for the for Minnesota. How about the Minnesota Timberwolves? That's 2023 best start in franchise history. They won again last night, and they're to the point now where even when they win games, they're still critical and disappointing. Which last night, uh, 44 points, I think Anthony Edwards scored 44 last night. They beat a uh, depleted um, uh, Dallas Mavericks team. And Chris Finch not exactly happy with the effort, but they continue to win. And that's going to be very exciting to see in the new year. Uh, You could argue that the Minnesota Wild start off to rough, fire their coach, Dean Evanson, hire John Hines to fill in. And now John Hines has taken, what are they, 14-3 and since John Hines took over? They're surging, yeah. moving up um, in the standings. They won again, uh, not last night, but the night before. Yeah. I was thinking about the Vikings, too, and it's kind of it's weird because we're talking about the best moments of the year. We're kind of in a lull in terms of Viking success right now, but they've had several good moments this year, including the end of last year, their right. fantastic season before right. the playoffs was, yeah. um, was impressive. And then I think a couple of... Games with Dobbs at quarterback, as much as that's in the rearview mirror now, those were very exciting moments to be a Vikings fan. Right. When you look at the Vikings in total, uh, you know, injuries happen to every team, but when you lose your star quarterback, that really technically ends your season. I mean, let's be honest. It's very, very rare when a backup comes in and takes a team all the way. So I think you can say, okay, that really. But they still uh, were entertaining, and they still have a very real shot at making the playoffs, even though I don't think they're going to do anything. But, yeah, and especially when they started out 1-4. and four. Adam is in Robbinsdale, one of our favorite callers. Adam, uh, chime in here. You got a favorite sports moment of uh, 2023? Well, I have to piggyback off of the Twins one because I went to the first game. I bought standing room-only tickets off of StubHub for like 4 bucks. Yeah, The fees were more. Because as Minnesota fans, we just, you know, knew we were, because we hadn't won a series since, what, 2003 or four or something like that. And, but the weird part was when I got there, um, I got there a little after the uh, first inning, I went to the Summit Bar in left field. Sure. 
and I walked right up to the bar. Normally, there's a huge yes, line. Yes, right, because nobody's paying everyone attention to the game. Watching yeah. The, yeah, everyone was watching the game, and the bartender's like, yeah, this is, yeah, I go to quite a few games, so I get to know them, and they're like, yeah, this is strange. But the eruption, when Duran, uh, by the way, one of the best um, closer yeah. um, out of the bullpen. Entrances, the yes, yes. Entrances, thank you. But that when they when he struck out that last batter, it's like we won the World yeah. Series. It was in those same tickets the next day were fifty five dollars. Yes. Yep. So it's just like uh, the the tortured Minnesota fans were just going into that oh, first yeah. game. Why should we even go? Right. But that was so electric in downtown afterwards. Going to the Loon afterwards, yep. it was just packed and everyone. It didn't matter. But that by far was one of the best sports moments. And we didn't even win. We won a. A freaking playoff game. Yeah. Not, I mean, let alone the series the next day, but the first game was, I mean, uh, that was by far, uh, in the probably since the miracle, the best sports moment in Minnesota. Thanks, Adam. Happy New Year, man. You too, buddy. Uh, somebody's saying Whaling getting unfairly fired. That happened uh, last year, though, I think, didn't it? Or was that this year? No, I guess that would have, would have been early in 2023. I don't know why that was the best sports moment, but maybe it was their negative sports Yeah, that's moment. an odd best moment. Right. But okay, as we'll a notable it. moment. Yeah. Uh, somebody said, watching South Dakota State destroy North Dakota State in the FCS Championship January of 2023. Big rivalry there. Megan Rapino falling from grace after her pathetic performance in the Women's World Cup soccer. Nobody deserves it more. <laughs> Again, whatever we each his own I, they got their comeuppance that's true you know that's um the u.s women's world cup that was a pathetic performance minnetonka skippers winning the state hockey tournament they're probably going to win it again too minnetonka is a powerhouse and i heard tom hauser saying they face minnetonka's top rated number two team is Wyzetta. those two teams tonight facing wow. off yeah there's no judgment. We can pick whatever we want. Whatever for a top want, one. I well, I think in Broomball early last year, oh, I think I had a hat trick. Oh, you want to hear more about that? I don't. No. I'll tell you what. Write it down. <laughs> put it in the blog. <laughs> and we'll reveal it in the blog. Uh, somebody says, how about those Timberwolves? I'll take Charles Barkley's apology any day now. Somebody's saying, John Hyde switching from radio to coaching hockey. Top sports moment. <laughs> that yeah, that is joke, a good moment. Joke never gets old. Actually, it does. Uh, 651-461-9226. We'll take some more of your top sports moments uh, as we continue here on the Adam and Jordana Show, the last one of 2023. 9.53, that is your Lindis Construction time check. Time to uh, invest or time to just get a complimentary heat map analysis of your with your insulation estimate. So you get that insulation estimate. They'll give you a heat map analysis. Find out if your home is leaking air, leaking energy. Fix that up. Get those uh, energy bills lower with our friends at uh, Lindis Construction. We're doing best sports moments of uh, 2023 here, uh, whether it's in the state or the country. We had a Chargers fan check in last night. Uh, Someone mentioning Caitlin Clark. Yeah, Caitlin Clark, man. Uh, what she's doing for the Iowa Hawkeyes and just women's basketball is tremendous. Last year and this year, and by the way, we're going to see her here in Minneapolis because both the men's and women's Big Ten tournaments are at Target Center come March. So there's going to be a lot of Hawkeye fans in town. A lot of people just wanting to see Caitlin Clark in person. 
Uh, texter uh, Gary Birdman, come, uh, one of our frequent texters. I know we're not supposed to laugh at other people's pain, but Aaron Rodgers uh, <laughs> failing to make it through this first game, failing to make it through his first series, four plays before he ruptured his Achilles tendon. Uh, Where are we bad people for? I, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's not going to kill him. Yeah, okay. And he apparently has uh, done incredible uh, things to... At least recover. I've done it. I've ru- I know what the recovery of an ruptured Achilles tendon is like. I've done it myself. It's not easy. But he was saying, you know, if had the Jets had a better season going, he may have been able to return. And then, you know, you can't laugh and then see your own quarterback go down with the Achilles. Yeah. And here's the difference, friends, with uh, uh, Kirk Cousins and Aaron Rodgers. Aaron did the left one. Kirk did the right one, and the right one is your push-off your foot. planting foot, yeah. So hopefully, and again, I've, I've changed my tune on Kirk Cousins. I'm, I'm all in for getting Kirk Cousins back with the Vikings because I think unless Jaron Hall on Sunday night goes out there and just dominates, and then we'll be all excited for Jaron yeah. Hall in the future. Jaron Hall wins two, goes to the playoffs? Yeah. How about that? Uh, the stunning and shocking Gopher men's hockey 3-2 to two overtime loss. That's right. Totally mm. forgot about that. The yeah. Gophers. And everybody, you know, had a great season last year. And Bob Motzko and the tragedy he's faced in his life. So many people rooting for Bob and the Gopher hockey team. And they lose to Quinnipiac. What the hell is Quinnipiac? They beat the Gophers in overtime, 10 seconds into it. And uh, no joy in Dinkytown. After the Gophers lose three to two in the NCAA tournament, thought we were doing top moments. Not I know. Well, worst I mean, moments. it was. I guess it's top that the fact that they got to yeah. the championship game. But you know, it's Minnesota hockey. They expect championships uh, and nothing less. Uh, good stuff. Uh, keep them coming if you want. We'll do, we'll keep that thread going uh, all throughout the show. Six five one four six one. 9226, but lots coming up on the show. Tim Lammers will join us, his final appearance in 2023, with a couple of things to watch. I want to get his reaction to Maestro, too. I was talking about Maestro. Fantastic movie. If you're just a fan of good cinema uh, and you have Netflix, check out Maestro, uh, Bradley Cooper's uh, great, great movie. So we'll talk to Tim next hour. And again, Mayor Jacob Fry. Uh, will join us later in the show at 11 o'clock. He's kind of recapping things uh, that happened in Minneapolis in 2023. He's very bullish on the future of Minneapolis, obviously. And we'll find out why. And we'll find out more about that mustache that everybody's talking about. So Mayor Fry will join us at 11.08. But coming up next after uh, CBS News and the local update, we got quick takes. Uh, DJ, any uh, any special uh, moments uh, that you can point out that uh, I'll have to address? Uh, well, it was a surprise visitor to a local senior living center. We'll talk about that. Maybe take a peek really? into your future. Elvis? Uh, I, I can't tell you. you got to wait. Uh, also curious to know your go-to New Year's Eve cocktail. Oh, something early. I'm not a New Year's Eve guy. We'll no? get into that, Okay, too. okay. That's all coming up. Quick takes coming up next. Don't you go anywhere. Adam Carter, uh, Sans Jordana, on this Friday. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.